Psychiatric disorders can often be challenging to diagnose and treat. One of the more recent advances in the field of psychiatry includes interventional treatment for psychiatric disorders. Let's talk to Dr. Luann Eads, a geriatric psychiatrist at the UAMS Psychiatric Research Institute. This is UAMS Health Talk from the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences. I'm Scott Webb. Dr. Eads, thanks for joining me today. This is such a fascinating topic, so interesting. What is interventional psychiatry? Interventional psychiatry is a way to look at treating depression that falls into what we call treatment-resistant depression. And that usually means that um, they, the individual has tried several different medications and was unable to tolerate them well and or did not respond well to them and they're still struggling with psychiatry. So it's more of a non-pharmacological way to, to go about trying to get good control of, of depression. And is this a revolutionary approach to this, the non-pharmaceutical approach? ECT is actually part of interventional psychiatry and, and it's been uh, a treatment modality in the United States for the past 70, 80 years uh, and has uh, been perfected and refined through, throughout those years. Uh, but we've also recently, the last 10 years, uh, had the uh, emergence of what's called TMS or transcranial magnetic stimulation, uh, which is also considered an interventional type modality. And then over the last few years, there's been more and more interest in ketamine, uh, whether that's been by uh, IV infusion or by nasal administration. Uh, which is also uh, a different way to think about treating uh, depression. Wow, it's also fascinating when you consider that it's been worked on for 70 to 80 years, and I imagine the field of psychiatry is, you know, hundreds of years old. Who is a candidate for interventional psychiatry? The ideal candidate is someone that falls within the treatment-resistant range, meaning that they've been under psychiatric care, they've tried therapy at times, uh, and they've tried and failed different antidepressants. Different insurances may specify how many they need to have tried and failed before we can move on to a more aggressive or different approach of managing depression. So that in part is going to depend on your insurance. That's interesting. So uh, insurance is a factor, and it's not necessarily that the patient comes in to request this, but it's really more the doctor factoring what's been tried, what insurance you have, and so on. So talk about some of the commonly used treatment options like electroconvulsive therapy or transcranial magnetic stimulation. How do those work? Electroconvulsive therapy started about 70, 80 years ago. It, uh, we induce a seizure with a small amount of electricity. Uh, the seizure itself... Uh, starts changes in the brain uh, that helps um, re, uh, reboot the brain somewhat and so they can respond to medications. Uh, it is a series of treatments. Uh, it is not like what the movies usually depict it. Uh, and it has been known to be helpful for, for a long time. Uh, it, with, throughout the years, the machines have gotten better. The settings have been perfected to where there's much less of concern of side effects. There is still considered a rare side effect of, of uh, uh, some possible memory that, uh, issues that might not resolve. Um, there um, 
is a little bit of a risk from a cardiovascular risk, so that can be addressed and minimized, but there you are going under general anesthesia for each treatment. It is still considered the gold standard, however, for treatment of depression, meaning that when everything else seems to fail us, uh, ECT is, is something we really look towards. It... Um, is considered the most effective and the quickest acting, much more so the medications that we have to offer. That's so cool that you referenced the movies and rebooting the brain. I had no idea that that was an actual thing, that you can literally sort of reboot the brain. That's really cool. What do patients report after having gone through these treatments? Somewhat individual from patient to patient, but they do go under general anesthesia. So they're going to be drowsy for a while, and, and uh, we advise people uh, not to drive or work or, or do anything uh, anything that they need to be making be at the top of their game as far as being able to think and uh, reason and, and logic and that kind of stuff. Ideally, they probably should do that. The whole uh, should kind of plan on uh, minimal uh, activities as far as as work and that stuff. Uh, throughout the series, which is usually 6 to 12 treatments every other day or Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Dr. Eads, is there anything else you'd like the listeners to know about interventional psychiatry or the UAMS Psychiatric Research Institute? What else can we tell listeners? TMS is a um, modality that emerged about 10 years ago uh, and is a way to treat depression by using a magnet like a, uh, similar to what you would see with an MRI machine uh, that is placed on the on the skull, and it, the magnetic impulses stimulate changes in the brain, um, and over time, and and that's a different way to treat it. The advantages of, of trans uh, uh, TMS or transcranial magnetic stimulation is that uh, you do not go under anesthesia. We do not have uh, the risk, the rare risk of, of memory concerns with TMS that we do with ECT. Uh, it um, is, you know, it can be helpful, but it's not helpful for everybody. So it's, it's a different way to look at this. Uh, it, they usually get, spend um, 20, minutes, 20 minutes in the uh, TMS chair a day. They, they're treated daily for about 30 treatments um, total and then tapering out for a, little, for a little bit after that. Wow, what amazing work you're doing. Dr. Eads, thanks so much for your time today. For more information on interventional psychiatry and the UAMS Psychiatric Research Institute, please visit uamshealth.com. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the full podcast library for additional topics that may interest you. This is UAMS Health Talk. Thanks for listening.